Bergeron fans on a pass. Stefan steals and he'll ice it. Oh, at least I thought he was gonna until he blew it. That's unbelievable. Well, Lake has not scored this year. In on Colson. Thank you. watching game seven of the Leafs in Montreal game we went on a brief hiatus after our last segment and let's just say the the Leafs are trash and they're gone uh Sam, what do you think about what you saw in last the game well, we just saw I I don't know what to say <laughs> except uh the Leafs have some serious problems <laughs> they have some serious serious problems they need to fix because their team cannot win in the playoffs what was that? What is that? Four straight now? Four straight. Four straight game uh, seven game losses. Seven losses. Or like series clinching it's, losses. It's a new record for a the NHL. Record. It's not a good one, <laughs> but it's a record. Oh my god! It was what two nothing until like the last couple minutes, and then they Leafs pulled their goalie, led in a third one, and then they scored a cheeky one at the end to make it three one. Yeah. Nylander. Nylander. The, best the, o- the only player that showed up. For the only Leafs. player. Marner's zero goals. Matthews one goal in the first game on a tap in. That's it. Just an abysmal playoffs for the Leafs once again. Not a surprise. But uh, let's let's yeah. actually move on. What fix, to fix my team coming soon? <laughs> fix my team on the Leafs coming soon. <laughs> let's uh actually move on to what this segment is now. Let's do our series two or sorry round, round two. two predictions. So, obviously, now that we know that it's going to be Montreal, Winnipeg, Son, you want to start out and say what your predictions are for that one? Uh, yeah, so Montreal versus Winnipeg. I have Winnipeg winning the series. Of course. Yeah. Um, I think Montreal's just – or Winnipeg's going to be well-rested for the series, and uh, they start again on Wednesday, I'm guessing. Yeah, something like that probably. Yeah, so Montreal has no rest one day off. They get back into it on Wednesday. I think um, Hellebuck's is too strong. It's going to be a good goaltending matchup, though, because Price is going to be very Two solid. best goalies in the league, probably. Yeah, and um, I'll give the edge to Winnipeg. I think uh, offensively, they got more stars. You know, Dubois, Shifley, Wheeler, Kyle Connor. For sure, yeah. Nikolai Ehlers. They got a lot of guys so who can score. So many guys. Yeah, and uh, even on defense, Morris is picking up. He can score, too. Mm-hmm. Montreal hasn't had the... Uh, Their defense has been awful yeah, so far. They haven't had the defensive yeah. scoring, so... I'm giving this one to Winnipeg. How many games? Um, I'll say five games. Five games. Five okay. Games. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm 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 gonna say Winnipeg too, but I'm gonna be more bold. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say four. I'm gonna four. say they're sweeping. Sweeping. Yeah, I was I was thinking about it for a bit, and I'm gonna have to say Winnipeg's gonna sweep a tired Montreal team with 
Carey Price has just been standing on his head. He's going to break eventually. It's just, it's bound to happen. He's been playing amazing against Toronto. I just don't see it carrying on for a whole other round. And uh, Winnipeg's offense looks strong, especially in the playoffs. It's, and Connor Hellebuck, again, is just always consistently the best, in my opinion, the best goalie in the league. So, yeah, I'm giving them four. Yep. I don't think I think that's the first time I've ever predicted a four this week. Yeah, yeah I never I, guessed four. I rarely four. do that. Yeah, I didn't even do that for Colorado this week. Yeah. Okay. And then speaking of Colorado, Colorado Golden Knights. Colorado's leading one nothing. A big first game. Huge first game. It looks like they're gonna sweep. But looks like it. Uh, what do you think? This one's tough. I don't know. Yeah, it it's actually is kind of tough. One game. I wish I hadn't. I wish I did this prediction before that game. Usually, I'd say like the first games just like to like see how the teams feeling each other out. But like since it was seven one, it was so lopsided. It, but it I, was yeah, all Colorado that game. All Colorado. I don't know. They're gonna put Flurry in that for game two. Hundred percent. They're gonna tighten up on defense for sure. I I doubt Leonard ever starts in this series. Yeah, unless Flurry gets hurt. Mm-hmm, of course. Knock on wood. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but, um. I, I'm still going to give this to Colorado, though. Mm-hmm. I think they do it in six games. Six games. Yeah. You, st- you think uh, Vegas is going to crawl back a, a bit? Games. Yeah. They're not going to. Yeah. It's, it's I'm a gonna, very good team. I think you're just being a bit too passive, man. I'm going to say I'm gonna say five. Five? I'm going to say okay. Vegas gets one with uh, just how many shots they put on net. Yeah. Grubauer is going to crack eventually. Yeah. But only for one game, I could, I'd say. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give it. And just McKinnon, that first line is insane. Like, it's. It's it's just crazy. I so don't know. so we both have the same two teams going to the yeah same same two teams. Yep. All right. I think that's I think that's gonna be a trend though. I think that's that's kind of obvious. Yep. Um. Then Hurricanes versus Lice- Lightning. Who do you got? Uh, I got I got Tampa easy. Yeah, Tampa, Tampa. But I mean, Carolina can easily win this one. Mm-hmm. It was a close game, one to one. Yeah, that was really close, and it was a terrible goal. For yeah, the that was too. a really bad goal. I felt bad for Nadalkovich. It went to overtime. Even if Carolina won game one, I'd still give it to Tampa. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. How I many games? I, I have them going to the finals, so. Tampa? Yeah, Tampa. Yeah. So I, I'll i give this one in. Um, I think it could go to seven, mm-hmm. but um, I'll say I'll say six games for Tampa. You and your six games, huh? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you this one. I think Hurricanes are just too good to not win a couple of games. Like their defense, to me, like in my opinion, I think their defense is better than Tampa's. Like yeah, by a yeah. slim margin. It's just, but they just have so many great defenders they can choose from, even that they aren't even starting. And their offense is definitely weaker, and their goaltending is. It's it's good, but it's not Vasilevsky good. It's not so. Vasilevsky caliber. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I'm gonna say six games for the Lightning, who finished third in that division. So yeah, yeah. So check out the number two seed. Number two seed, and now they're going for the heads of the number one seed. Yep. Uh, last one, Bruins and Islanders, and guess who just won? Take a guess, because this while we were recording this, they were in overtime on game two, and who do you think won? Take Islanders? a wild guess. The Islanders. Yep, won? it's tied one one series. That's good. That's good. They scored. I I can't see right now. All right. Well, but, yeah. Islanders Bruins. Um, I have the Islanders winning this for the series as well. Okay. Okay. Um, against the Bruins, yeah. Islanders very good defensive team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were up, or they lost game one. What was it? 
three. No, I think it was like a decent. I think they only scored. I think they scored like two, and Buff uh, Boston scored a a lot. I swear. I yeah, it was, it like was five, five two. two. Yeah. yeah, five two. And uh, pass it with the Hattie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a hat trick game. Yeah. Um, I want to say six games again, but I'm gonna. If you're gonna say six again, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I feel like it's. Uh, like how can, can you keep see, saying six, I can man? See Islanders winning four straight here. Jeez, you, you oh really four straight? I, so I you're saying like, like a five or no? I don't know about five. I okay. I'm gonna go. So it's I, not. Gonna I be think it's gonna be a seven game series, and I think Islanders win in seven. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say that. But just remember, I did say it could happen five games. Okay, I'll just streak. remember that. But it's not your prediction, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, obviously, I I I think I'd say the same thing. They're they're very evenly matched. Like the Islanders are a great defensive team, and then. The Bruins are just a great offensive team. They kind of just uh, uh, go against each other. And they have um, pretty similar goaltending, in my opinion. Varlamov is the weaker goaltender, but Sorokin, they should be starting over him for the Islanders. And the Bruins, Rask has always been consistently good. So, yeah, it should be a good one. Honestly, it could go either way. That's why I'm saying seven. Yep. So, wait, we all, or you have Boston? Or no, Islanders no, I have Islanders, Islanders too. Okay, it's just I, I'd say like it, it wouldn't be far from imagining uh, Boston, Boston winning yeah, in seven yeah. two. This is gonna be the closest matchup, I think. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, um, and so we all have the same four teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly, same four teams and like almost know, the same. Something feels off about this. Yeah, I guarantee Carolina there's gonna can, be an upset. Carolina now. can easily win this. Yeah, honestly, really, they really I could. I could see Montreal upsetting again, <laughs> and Bruins could easily win too. I don't see Montreal happening, but. It obviously, I mean, obviously, they did it to Toronto. Yeah, I know. Everything, anything can happen, honestly. But I feel like they've just used way too much energy to get here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, moving on to our next segment, we're going to be talking about the biggest trades of the year and how they worked out for e- both teams. So, first trade is the wash between Washington and Detroit. Which is probably this one's probably the I'd say this one's probably the biggest, biggest trade. Of the biggest year. trade. Uh, is Anthony Mantha going to Washington for Jacob Vrana, uh, Richard Ponick, a first round pick in twenty twenty one, so that's this year, and a twenty twenty two second round pick. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, who do I think won this trade? Yep. I think Detroit won this trade. I don't know about you. What do you think? I think Detroit definitely won yep. this trade. Like yeah. at. At the beginning, uh, Mantha was actually playing really well, yeah. first few games, but then he really fell off in the playoffs and like towards the end of the year. But he is signed for multiple seasons, which is nice. He's not like a rental because if yeah. he was a rental, obviously that'd be a terrible trade. Yeah. What was the contract? Do you know have it? Uh, no, I don't have it. But well, I it was pretty like reasonable. I think it was like between like four to six million somewhere yeah. around there. I mean, Washington, Washington was going. They're trying was, to go all was in. picking up, yeah, for a big player. So they obviously had to overpay for a guy like that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to send picks back to a rebuilding team for part of that. I just think that Jacob Vrana is playing better than Mantha right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, Jacob Vrana is not that far off from Mantha. They're both pretty evenly matched up. So I don't get why they gave them... I mean, Richard Ponick is just a cap dump, right? Yeah, I think it's just Mantha played on a really bad team his whole career, and he's put up great numbers. Yeah, that's true. But... Jacob Vrana, I mean, you look at the points since switching teams. Mantha's had eight points in 14 games mm-hmm. and two points in five playoff games. Vrana's had 11 points in 11 games with Detroit Red Wings. Like that, a really a bottom yeah. three team. Yeah, so uh, and a team where 
he's he's playing on the first line. He's right? playing first line without without Dylan Larkin, Dylan without Larkin Tyler and Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. He's, he's the best player on that team. Yeah, right he's now. he's the best player on their team right now. And I think and he managed to put up point per game. I think they're like the same age too. Yeah. So he's young. Zen is young. Yeah, I he think might be from the same draft. I think. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, I I think that's just ugh, a and, terrible and then, trade. And then you had a first rounder and a second rounder. Yeah, which it's gonna be a mid round. I mean, it's it gonna be year? like pretty early in it's the twenties. It's gonna 20s be like though. around the sixteen to twenties. It's gonna be like in the tw- early twenties or yeah. like um. That's a solid pick. Just after the making the playoffs, because they were one of the first teams eliminated. Yeah, and in a wild card draft. And then you can a get a really good player. Draft twenty twenty two. Yeah. I think twenty two twenty two is supposed to be a really good. That draft could be a, that Wright. could be a high second if Washington misses if Ovi doesn't resign. Yeah, because Ovi's not signed. And Chris right? might be traded too. Yeah, I don't get what. Who's the GM there? I don't even know who the GM is. I don't know. But that I don't know what that he was, was thinking. That was a bad, bad trade. And who the tr- the GM of uh, Detroit? Obviously, Steve Eisman. That he I don't think he's ever made a a bad trade he in his career. Just doesn't <laughs> mess. He's this, just so good. This was a fleece. Just fleece Washington. But when we uh, want to talk about bad trades, let's talk about Boston Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk about this absolute dumpster fire of a transaction or the, his life in Buffalo, Taylor I, Hall. I'm gonna say it wasn't as bad as people think it was. It, I think it was pretty damn bad. <laughs> it was pretty damn bad. Why do you think it wasn't uh, too bad? I mean, Hall was gone. Gone. He was good. If you if you kept, if you couldn't get enough for what you wanted for him. He's gone in the off season. You get nothing for him, anyways. Yeah, I know. You got a second round pick, which is solid. It's gonna be uh, probably like a late second rounder, but you got something for him. You added Anders Bjork. He's not too bad of a depth forward. Well, they were gonna get something for him event for from someone. Yeah, like it was obviously gonna happen. So I mean, a second round pick isn't too bad. Yeah, they I get guess. rid of Lazar's contract as well. So, but just his whole tenure in uh, Buffalo just screamed nightmarish. Yeah, uh, he could have been worse. He could have gone a third round. If you're like, g- guess how many goals he had in 37 games with Buffalo? I think it was like one. Two. Yeah. Two goals in 37 games. Yeah. And <laughs> that's yep. just. That's and depressing. then he goes off and puts 14 points in 16 games. Yeah, that's with eight goals. And now he's got four <laughs> points in six or now seven playoff games. Yeah, like, and he's he's going off with. He's not even playing on their first line. Yeah. He's playing on their second line. And he was playing first line minutes with Buffalo. Yeah. So that's just. Shows. And he's creating offense himself. He's not. He's leading that second line. But and Boston also got like a fourth liner, Curtis Lazar. Yeah, the Curtis Lazar is pretty solid too. Former first round pick. I w- that wasn't working on Buffalo for Lazar though. So. Yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. Those are just kind of like a, just add it. Just yeah. Doesn't really mean much. Andres Bjork is like a fourth line guy. He's not. He was playing kind of well for his first uh, week with Buffalo, but then he went back to like what he was he's normally supposed to be as. Yeah. So you say Boston won. Yeah, Boston definitely yeah. won because yeah, yeah, Boston won. They got a rental for super cheap. Yeah, I'll say Boston. We're not too. giving up much. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then, again, we're gonna talk about your boy. You talk about the Yanmark one first. Okay, sure. Oh, let's go. Let's go to Yanmark. Let's go to Yanmark. Okay, I thought you were talking about the other one. Nah, it's okay. Let's go to Yanmark. Um, we have Matthias Yanmark, and a fifth round pick going to Vegas for Chicago. I mean, to Chicago for a second round pick and a third round pick. What do you uh, think? This one's pretty even. Um, Chicago got a couple high picks for this, so yeah, for, that's uh, true. for a depth forward. So I think he's like a th- a third line guy. Third line guy, yeah. Like on a strong team, he's w- a third line guy. It, it I would say they w- it's pretty even. I think Chicago wins this if Yanmark doesn't get a hat trick in Game Seven. Yeah, exactly. He kind of gave them Had a chance. 
he he won that game. He caught them in the second round. So yeah, for sure. I'd say this is probably this is a win-win for both teams. I just is Yanmark a, a rental though? Is he is he a one year or does he have multiple years? Because if he has multiple years, then that's definitely a win. Yeah. For Vegas. I think they could easily re-sign him. I think Yanmark could come back. But yeah, I think you're right. I think it's pretty even. Yeah, it. I, both teams win. And Yanmark's not that old too. Chicago gets two good picks. Mm-hmm. That second's pretty much a third though, and that third is pretty much a fourth. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. You, you take it. Then. I think it's still good. It's a good yeah. And Yanmark had um, five points in fifteen playoff or fifteen games, and then six points in eight playoff games yeah that's really good yeah. that's really good i mean three of them came three in one game. <laughs> three one in the game yeah but he's not a bad player yeah he's, he's not a solid he's a player. solid third line guy yeah and then we're going to the beast who had 15 points in 10 regular season games the guy that everyone thought was a bust me bennett how to revive your career <laughs> <laughs> just did not work i it thought just, just shows you you can yeah, exactly can, yeah i mean you never know Maybe the same thing could happen with Jake Vertanen. Trade him away. No, it's not going to happen with Jake Vertanen. But that, that's funny. Inside you know how the, the cliche is like they just need to change the scenery? I think yeah. this is the first time where I've actually seen like them say that and actually work out really? immensely. The first time? Or like the, where it's like made this big this of a big, impact. Yeah. This was a massive change. Yeah. Because like he's what? Out of 82 games, how many points is he getting? 25 in Calgary? Oh, yeah. He had... um. I, this is the craziest stat I've seen. 38 games with Calgary this year, mm-hmm. 12 points. 10 games with Florida, 15 points. Like, that's that's nuts. Plus 12 in Florida, minus 14 in, on Calgary. He's never been a plus in all his um, six years. And six, yeah, six and he years. he was a top five pick. Six seasons, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's just nuts. In the playoffs, he's five points, five games. They're eliminated now, but... Florida gets a steal, and he's not just good offensively. He's also like a good defensive oh, guy too. He hits like no tomorrow as well. Yeah, he shoots a lot too. He's gonna be asking for a lot of money. I mean, even in the playoffs, his career playoff games are really good numbers: thirty-five games, twelve goals, twelve assists, twenty-four points. Oh yeah, that is good. He's a really good. How do you play player. in uh, this playoff? He had five points in five games. Are you serious? A goal and four Jeez. assists. Yeah, that's almost as good as Matthews. Matthews. Yeah, this is. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> yeah, Sam Bennett's just an absolute steal. Yeah, we'll so see if Sam he can Bennett. keep it up next year. It's very small. Yeah, it's a small sample size, but it's uh, in total twenty points in f- fifteen games is nuts. That, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, and eleven or what's it? Seven goals, ten or thirteen assists. Jeez. Okay, moving on to the next segment, we got just overall news that's been going around the league. First one I got here is uh, the Nucks. Vancouver Canucks is bringing back Travis Green and Jim Benning for at least one. I think it's two years. I think they both signed for two years. What do you think? Yeah, it's two years each, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I bet a lot of Canucks fans are not happy about that one. Yeah, I don't understand all the Jim Benning hate. Oh I think it's he, he's, gonna, he's about to go off, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. I'm so sorry. It's a li- this is a little much. You guys got a poster and put it outside as uh, put it outside Rogers Arena. Yeah. I think it's just there's just too much hate on this guy. I think he's had way too much, um, yeah, just too much hate. He's been a good GM in the league. Um, probably an average GM, like kind of the middle of the pack. Like with Vancouver or just overall his career as a GM? Uh, just. Because uh, with, with Vancouver, I would not say he's been average. Really? I'd say he's been below average. Below average? For sure. I'd, I'd say 
just as like as a GM, like out of all the GMs in the league right now, mm-hmm. I'd say he's middle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we got another debate so, topic coming up, yeah. everybody. So for 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 drafting, I'd say he's like top five GMs for drafting. He drafts really well. Yeah, I'd yeah. say I'd say I'd say top ten because I don't know about other GMs in yeah. their draft I mean, histories. I, you got like uh, Yeiserman and there's a couple other guys. Yeah, I'd say he's ta- he's drafted really well. I'll g- I'll show you some of the drafts. Draft picks he started after. in 2014. Yeah, I mean, he's really good at finding um, talent in the later picks. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like Hoglander, Wu, Demko, Lind, those are all second round picks. All of them could be NHL players. Then you guys got guys like Adam Gaudet. Rathbone, Di Pietro, Madden, Gadjevic, all those guys were in the later rounds, like three to six, three to seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of those are in like round five even. Um, and I think that makes a case for why he should stay in Vancouver, and that's why he re- they re-signed him. And he hits on first rounders too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. first rounders because he's only missed like twice. Twenty seventeen, he drafted fifth and selected Pedersen. What about twenty? Was that twenty seventeen? Twenty seventeen was Patterson, yeah. and twenty fifteen he drafted. He's Besser. arguably the best player from that draft, and he drafted fifth. Yeah, and then the next year we have Ar- he has arguably the best pick best from that one. draft. They pick up Quinn Quinn Hughes, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they pick up Besser at twenty three in twenty fifteen. Yeah, um, twenty fourteen and twenty sixteen. We'll we don't see, talk about those we'll ones. We'll see how Pod Colson turns out. He just signed. They picked him up years. at ten. I think he could be a solid, maybe top six player. We'll see. Yeah, he he definitely. I think looks a worst like ter- third line player. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. Um. But when it comes to signing UFA's. Yeah, well, yeah. That's free, that's where you agents, don't have a case for average. That's yeah, where you have that's below where, average. That's where he drops off and finds himself in the middle, and maybe even a little bit lower than middle. Mm-hmm. So. Um. You want to talk about how bad those mistakes have been? Yeah. So. I think that's where the fans and management have to consider finding a new GM because a lot of the bad contracts on the Canucks are holding them back from taking the next step of competing for a playoff spot. Uh, they have contracts like Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle, Tyler Myers, Sven Berchi, Antoine Roussel. They signed all those guys. Oh, and Edler too. And Edler. But Edler, Edler's, I don't think it's that's bad, that a bad contract. Six mil? It's only three years, so. Two years. Two years, yeah. So it was, I didn't mind it. If it's not a long-term deal like that, I don't mind it. But when you're signing, like they signed six by six for Erickson, it's just like that was ridiculous. At the age you signed them, it doesn't make any sense why he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so all those guys have barely played this past season. That's around fifteen million dollars sitting in your press box. Exactly. Fifteen million dollars in your press box, and they barely played this year. It's nice that a cut co- like some of those are coming off the books this year, though. Yeah, it is. And Erickson like next year. Yeah, but just if you had just half of that money right now, it would make e- um signing Pedersen and Hughes, it wouldn't even make it a problem this summer. They could sign them with like easily. Mm-hmm. And they made a they may have kept a twenty eight goal scorer from last year too. Tyler Toffoli. Yeah, Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> they could have kept him. Yeah. And maybe kept their goalie tandem together. Yeah, and probably not for probably could have given them more money in shorter term to keep them around. Yep. Um. Oh, and don't forget about uh the big man himself, uh. Brain Holpe. Brain Holpe, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. The big moves Benny will have to make this summer will be to resign, the goaltending coach. I think is number one priority. He says that it's like he's go- he's they're working on something right now. Yeah, they so got it. They got to bring back happen. Ian Clark. I I really think, 
if this team's gonna compete, start competing soon, they need Ian Clark. Yeah, Ian Clark's need, made a lot of our goalies really good. They, I'm not worried about Demko, but I need they need to start developing Di Pietro. Di Pietro, yeah, yeah he's been pretty he can good turn in him into a really good goalie, and he can also help uh, Holpe maybe find his groove next year too. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Even though it looks like he fell off again. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you gotta sign Pedersen and Hughes, and you gotta f- make sure those contracts are good. I think it really, they really wanted to uh, re-sign um, Benning so that um, he could sign Pedersen and Hughes because he thinks they can do it. I think it's a lot easier that he, for him to sign him this after this year, especially because Hughes kind of dipped a bit, and Pedersen obviously was injured long term, so they might bring that up in their contract yeah. negotiations. Yeah. Because if they both had huge breakout years, then it'd be a lot harder. Yeah, it's gonna. It really depends on how they do on these contracts. Mm-hmm. Hughes and Pedersen. I don't think that you, you can't give them the same term. Like I don't know why they want to push this down the road. They yeah. gotta give them. I would say you gotta give Pedersen like. You gotta give one of them five years and one of them three years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like just uh bridge. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they can give both of them bridge deals. I like why do you want to re-sign both of them again in three years? Well, I I'd, I'd want long term, like I'd, eight, yeah. I give I give Pedersen long term, and I'd wait on Hughes. I give him three years. Why would you give Hughes three years? Well, we know what Pedersen can do. Pedersen's played three years. But we know what Quinn can do. It's yeah, just but Quinn's Quinn, we don't know about his defense yet. Yeah, we don't know. I if mean, he's only twenty. Yeah. So you know. But tw- I mean, he's been, he's what, like a minus 25 this year or something? 33? Yeah, it but really uh, also we lost, like, the best, one of the best defensive defensemen in the league as his yeah. partner. Uh, so. But he can't rely on his defensive partner. Yeah, I know, but it's it also contributes to that for sure. Yeah, but I, w- I would just sign Petter. I like Pedersen's your top center for the, he's your, the face of your franchise. Yeah, exactly. He's your franchise guy. You got to bring him back for, I'd lock him up for five years. As long as you can. Yeah. Uh, okay, then. Next thing is Seth Jones announcing that he's not resigning with Columbus Blue Jackets. What should the Columbus Black Columbus Blue Jackets do, Sahan? Yeah, this is a uh, another more bad news if you're a Columbus fan. Um, it feels like you never stop hearing players want out of Columbus. <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. <laughs> Just every year. Bob Panarin, Duchesne. Duchesne. God. Seth now, Jones. Now Jones. Now. Patrick Laine. Like, is it? Oh wait, yeah. I think Pl- Patrick Liney wants is he's pretending like he doesn't want out, but he looks miserable. I I wouldn't want to. S- I, if I was him, it's not working there. It's not working there, and you the coaching isn't working there. So unless, it's either you change the coaching or you trade him. Unless you bring in a guy, um, a playmaker for Liney, because Liney needs someone to pow- get the pow- puck to. Yeah. He's it's not. He just doesn't. He can't do it himself. He has no. He doesn't have a like a supporting center playmaker on the team. Yeah. Um, I don't know why everybody wants to leave Columbus, but Columbus needs to figure it out like right away. So do they rebuild? Is that what you think? Yeah, you you gotta. Because they if they retool, that's that doesn't seem like it's kind of tough to retool because they don't have much. There's not much to b- build around. Players. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I'd what say would, they'd re- they should rebuild what I would do around is Zach Wierenski. Uh, Zach Wierenski, yeah. I'd keep Wierenski. I'd get rid of... I'd try to get something for Bjorkstrand, get something for... Try and trade Domi away. Yeah, Domi's been a failed experiment, too. Yeah, get something for Boone Jenner. 
Yeah, Boone Jenner, maybe Cam Atkinson. He's getting up there in age. He's like, like 30. 30 something, 31, 32. Yeah, I don't know how much you can get for him, though. Like, they don't have a lot to trade away now. They're in one of the worst positions. I would try NFL. and trade Seth Jones, but <laughs> he said he wanted out, so. like. But I don't think his contract's up this year. Is it not up this year? I don't know, because it didn't sound, the way he was phrasing it, it didn't sound like it, it was up this year. Oh, so maybe they do have a chance to trade him. Because it said, like, at the end of his deal. So it didn't say at the end of this year or maybe anything like that. Maybe it's next year then. So it must be, like, one more year left, yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't mean, blame him. If it's hard to get people to, re- to re-sign, it's going to be tough to sign UFAs. Mm-hmm. When you go in for true. cups, it's going to be hard to get players to come in. Unless you're Buffalo and you somehow manage to get Taylor Hall, but then it yeah. loses. I mean, they gave him the money if you had the money. That's why. Yeah, because <laughs> Columbus might be the only team that has the money. So. Yeah. I mean, Columbus can throw out money at players for, and give them two to three years, and then just trade them away. Yeah, they probably could, honestly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's uh, not much to say here. Yeah, that, that's kind of it. There's nothing really. It's else like to a say. failed market and. Feel Columbus. bad for Columbus. They gotta, they gotta figure that out. Yeah, I. They really should try and trade Jones. They have to. Like, there's no other option. It's yeah. Just get something. Get a second round pick. You gotta I'm, get something from. If I'm a Columbus fan, I'm at. I'm absolutely like. I'm not terrified like an Islanders fan because at least Seth Jones gave you the heads up that he doesn't want to stay. Yeah. And he's not John Tavares where he's like, oh, I might stay and then dips. And so then you can't get go. anything for yeah. him. So. I would try and um use uh Seattle to my advantage. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what a lot you of could, teams you should You could use a leverage and say, um, well, we'll give, we'll give you Seth Jones for like a second or something. Don't take one of my goalies. Leave uh, Corpus Allo and Merzlikens. Yeah, that would be good. That would be they're going to take one of their goalies. Yeah. Which is going to make them even worse off. That way so. you can get a second round pick back and keep both your goalies. I like the, the idea for Merz Leakins for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Merz Leakins for Hopkins? Yeah. Or one of their goalies for Hopkins. Because Hopkins doesn't look like he has a safe position at Edmonton. And yeah. he's, he's a 60-point guy. He doesn't play with uh, McDavid too much. So. Yeah, but you already have Brozlevic as your second-line center. No, but you put uh, him on the first line. First line? Yeah, because like, co- you're not going to play him on the second line. Yeah, but line. you still need a first-line center. No, Are he's you gonna, the first He's going to play first-line center? He's going to play first-line center. He's I don't center. I don't like that duo. Line A and... Line A and Nugent Hopkins? You never know. Nugent is not enough to... I know, but it's a start because you're probably not... It's you're gonna have to figure out some way to yeah, get something. Yeah, but why why trade away your goalies for the Nuge who might leave in a couple more years? Because well, bo- they're both solid goalies. Yeah, but I would keep both. <laughs> well, I'm just saying you have to. You're not gonna get a number one center in the draft if you're not absolutely getting destroyed. In like what when what did they finish? They finished like dead last, right? Uh, yeah. Or third last. Something like so that. So they're gonna probably draft like Matt Beniers or something. I think yeah, I think they were like sixth last so in the league. Yeah, they're gonna try and draft a center for sure because yeah, there's Beniers, no way that you go for a winger. Beniers is going. Yeah, I see. I'd say I'd say Beniers yeah. is probably going there. Um. Okay. Lottery's coming up this Wednesday. Yep. Two days from now. So. Who do you think needs it the most? The only pr- the prize of. Either Dylan Gunther or Owen Power, depending on what your team needs. What do you think? Yeah, well, I'm going with the team we just talked about, yeah. the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. They deserve a pick. They've lost so. They've lost all their best players. They've lost so many stars. They're going to lose Jones now, potentially. They mm-hmm. need a top center. I would, if they win the lottery. Do you think they trade down if they win the lottery? No, I think you just pick where you are. I would just. Do you I take would, power? I would take power, yeah. You don't trade for trade down for Brazniers? Veneers. Or um, like Luke Johnson or uh, Kent Johnson or something? No, I'd, 
because they're not going to be a good team. Like, I don't think they're going to come back next year and be good again. Yeah. So I just risk it. If you get the chance to take powers and take a top defenseman, I'd do that. Yeah, you're right. I, I, they and should it, probably take power. That fills the hole of Wierenski in a couple of years while you're rebuilding. Mm-hmm. But I'd, I'd say they try and keep Wierenski for the rebuild. They try and keep yeah. him for the Yeah, I mean, thing. but you look down the line, there's a lot of good centers. There's Shane Wright the year after. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's Connor Bedard. But there's, like you were saying earlier about the LA Kings, like there's no problem having a crap yeah, ton of good you centers. Yeah, you got to... Um, Look at teams that have too many centers. Like they have Turk out Byfield. Who else? I think Kaliev can play center too. And Kapari. Kapari. Nice they Kupari. have a lot of centers. Tyler Madden. Tyler Madden. There's a <laughs> lot. I mean, but I mean, Turcotte or Byfield could be a first line center. You want to get a first line center. Yeah, true. Um, I'm gonna have to say um. I'm gonna have to say Detroit because, Detroit. I feel like they, yeah, they had 25 years of. Just playoff hockey, squeaking in and winning some cups, and they they've suffered for a while already. And I think that power would be a perfect fit there because they already have a Moritz Sider coming up, who's going to be coming in next year and just tearing up the league. So why not add another great defenseman just as big as him and with a uh, Owen Power? And they also have a uh, Lucas Raymond coming up. So I feel like this soon they could be dangerous, but. There's teams that also that are like lower than them, like obviously Buffalo, who t- in my opinion they don't deserve it. Yeah. I don't care. They, they've missed so many times. That's their fault. They need to be passed on. Who cares? Like Eichel, Sam Reinhardt's shown up a bit. Um, obviously Dolan first overall. Like it's just depressing what's going on over there in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean I w- I wrote down here Buffalo has um. They got Jack Eichel at two and Dallin at one, so yeah, they've like already had a couple picks and yeah, they've blown first round picks. So and it, it's proven that you could you can get not super high picks in uh, rebuilding years. Like obviously, um, Colorado. Yeah. Who I mean, in 2013 they got McKinnon, but he wasn't good until they when they were rebuilding again. Yeah. In 2017 McCall- they got. They got pushed down to fourth, but they j- still drafted like the best defenseman from that draft, Makar. Yeah, Makar. So it's it shows that you can easily bounce back from not having the super high picks. So they got Byram at what? What was it? Byram was at four two, but four. that was from good trading. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean Anaheim. I wouldn't give it to Anaheim either. They're they're gonna be a bad team for a while. They need to be bad for a little bit. Yeah, it's, this is like their first year where they're really same with bad. San Jose. Yeah, same with San Jose. Uh, LA won it or didn't win it. They got they second. Won, they got second. Yeah, so they don't need it. Uh, even I'd give it to Detroit. They yeah, they've been a bad team for two, three, even four years now. They haven't made the playoffs in what four years? Three I think years? something like that. Yeah, but and they, w- they only made while. the first round the like the last five years of their playoffs. Yeah, because so. it's been a while since that streak, that like twenty six year playoff streak ended. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, now moving on to our next segment. My favorite segment, random questions. It's going to be the last segment to finish off the podcast episode. Uh, first question, with Edmonton failing to do anything in the playoffs yet again, and let's, you know what, let's add Toronto in here. Now that they've lost, let's yeah, add Toronto. Sure. Uh, what needs to happen to approve upon their situations? Uh, should we start with Edmonton? Yeah, let's start, let's start with Edmonton. Yeah, so Edmonton has a lot of holes, I think. I had them. I predicted that they would lose to Winnipeg. You uh, did? Yeah, I didn't see them winning. Their team's just not good enough. They have McDavid and Drysaitel, obviously, but 
after I mean they have Nugent Hopkins too, but after that the team kind of goes downhill. Like they got their bottom six is not good at all. They're and very they top s- heavy. Yeah, it's very first line heavy. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's very first it's line. The two, there's two guys that lead the entire team, and after that it's just completely downhill. Yeah, it's um, honestly depressing what's going on over there. Yeah, they. I mean, they brought in um, what was it that uh, that German guy. Ah, uh, Dominic Cahoon. Cahoon. Yeah. Dominic Cahoon. Cahoon was a good signing. That's a good depth piece. But to play with Drysaito. Yeah. But then they just ended up I putting Drysaito on the first. It's not line. a second line guy. Same with Puyarvi. He's not. I don't think he's a first line guy. He's definitely not. Yeah, he's, his numbers are there because of a guy named McDavid. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, who? No, yeah. I think he won the Art Ross or something. Or he's going to win. What's the Art Ross? I don't no know. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, on defense, uh, I feel bad for them that they've lost Clef Blom. Defense isn't actually that bad. It's not honest. bad, yeah. I, Adam Larson's solid. Tyson Berry was good. Obviously, Nurse is, was insane. In yeah, Nurse was really good. Nurse took a huge step up. But yeah, Clef Blom being injured the whole year is does not help. But I think their top four is pretty solid, to be honest. It is, but I mean... I don't it's think just not working. Though. I don't think Barry is coming back. Tyson Barry, yeah. Yeah. He got so many points from the benefit of McDavid. Yeah. He was lucky. If I was Barry, I'd take the pay cut, stay in there, because Edmonton has something good going on. They just need to fix that depth. Because um, they have uh Bouchard who played this year too. He Bouchard, and they also have uh Philip Broberg, Broberg coming. Soon. Yep, he'll be coming up. That's yeah. solid. Uh, they have Raphael Lavoie, who I think will be a good player. Second round pick. Second yeah. round pick, yeah. S- uh, winger. Um, he'll be a solid player, I think. He could maybe take be a second line guy. Mm-hmm. If not, worst comes, he can play third line. But yeah. I s- I'd say their biggest hole is obviously goaltending. Yeah. Because Koskinen, obviously, he's he's not the guy. He's just not the guy. No. He's, he's too not. inconsistent. He can't make the playoff run. He wasn't even their one number one guy for most of the year. They made it Mike Smith, who's what, 38, 39? I think he's 39. Yeah, like he's not going to be that guy for two more years even. I don't think you I don't think they're bringing him back. Uh, yeah, he's probably gone next year, so who do you have? You got cost. I mean, it's going to be a big free agent or a uh, big goalie free agent market this year, this season again. Is it? Yeah. Mm. So we'll see what happens. Maybe um maybe they trade up in the draft and get the Swedish goalie that everyone's talking about, Wallstead. Yeah. That guy's supposed to be really I mean, good. He'll be like what two two years at least. Out? Yeah, it'll probably be two years. So obviously they need to fill fill a gap while all that's happening. But yeah, I think Wallstead would be a smart pick. Get a goalie. But they're definitely not in that pick range. Yeah, they're because not. they made the they playoffs. would have to trade out maybe. So they'd probably I think they're probably Wallstead's supposed to be go in the the tens or like early or late uh, top 10 so somewhere around there so yeah they'd have to read what everyone else wants in the draft and figure out if they can trade up and get him because they won't be able to get him at their spot i doubt yeah and then they gotta resign nuge this year too yeah nuge yeah i've heard i've heard from some um friends that oh, yeah, Nugent Hopkins friends. shouldn't become isn't gonna come back. Oh, okay. He might not resign. That's just what I've heard. Who are your connections? Uh, Elliot Friedman. Yeah, that's oh, him. Cool. Yeah. That's your friend. No, Elliot Friedman knows a guy. Oh, he knows yeah. a guy that knows yeah. a guy. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's just their depth. I'd I'd say fix their depth because they're set I'd, on yeah, defense. I'd say like you got the. It's kind of like Toronto, right? 
you got your core. You got your two guys, the two, two of the best players in the world yeah. on your team. Same with same with the Leafs. Marner, Marner Matthews, um, Mar- Dreisaitl, and McDavid. Two of the best, like, top – they're both prob- – both those teams have the top ten players in the league, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, they're – yeah. Yeah. Top, four of the top ten players yeah, in the league. Yeah, four of the top ten yeah. players in the league. Yeah, for sure. So – it's just they have to build around them. Toronto's done think, a better job, I'd say. I think the management just thinks it's enough to win, it, but it's not. It's they need to they not. need to fill the gaps around them. You can't play them thirty minutes a night. You need you need to support those guys. You exactly. need some support from the bottom six. You need to get those solid second line, not just offensive, but like all round good players, like uh like I said like I was saying uh, a Sean Couturier or. A Patrice Bergeron, like the aging guy, you could get him for cheap. Just yeah. someone like that, where you know that he's reliable in his own end, and he could even stop some pucks if he really wants to. Yeah, we'll see if uh, Kayla Yamamoto has a bounce back season too. Oh yeah, he had a bad year. It was a bad year. Yeah, Puyarvi played. At least Puyarvi took a step up though. Yeah, he took a step step up, but he also played with Drysaddle McDavid. So yeah. if he wasn't, then then you'd have to get rid of him. I mean, if you have Nuge, McDavid. Puyarvi first line, Drysaitl, Cahoon, and Yamamoto second. Mm-hmm. Maybe you move Yamamoto to third line, find a free agent guy. For you got to find like a top free agent yeah, guy. Yeah, to play top six. Mm-hmm. And then fill that bottom six because guys like, was I think it's Dayton Haas or something. Those Dayton guys, Haas, uh, what's his Arch, name? Darren Archibald, Dujar Kara. Those kinds of those guys. guys. Those aren't, aren't good enough yeah. in your bottom six. Find some guys like uh, they need better pieces there. Yeah, they need to, they need like to do what uh, Tampa I, Bay does, and they just have third line guys that should be second line guys, fourth line guys that should be third Alex line on Kalorn, like normal teams. Yeah, like Kalorn, Yanni Gord, Blake Coleman, Blake Coleman, Goudreau, Blake Goudreau, like or yeah, they're just filling them like like they just put fourth line uh they put third line guys on the fourth line, second or, line guys on or the third Colorado, line. Or Colorado, you get great top six, and then you got guys like. Burakovsky, yeah. Donskoy on the third line. Yeah, and, uh, and then Kadri you, if he wasn't if you get suspended. And then if it. you can bring in your prospects like Newhook to play with guys like yeah, exactly that can support him, it works. Yeah, like when uh, the Canucks when Bo Horvat first came in the league, he played on a stacked fourth line. He was playing with Burroughs and Yannick Hansen. Yeah, like that's what yeah. you need for your fourth line to be a competitive team. Yeah, but obviously Edmonton needs to work on that. Yeah, so should we move on to the Leafs? Yeah, Leafs. Uh, I think the uh, Leafs are in a little bit of a different situation. They, to me, they filled out their forward core pretty, They're, pretty well. It's just they need to realize that there's two sides to the 200 foot game, and not it's not just a 100 foot game. Yeah, and that bottom six, I think they got to go with a brand new bottom six, like brand spanking. They got to get younger, hundred percent younger, faster, more skill, because it's. Thornton, they Lino, need more guy that are Spezza. more. It's not that's not gonna that yeah. did not work. They were just trying to get like the super penny cheap guys, but yeah. I also think like you need to get the guys that are good on both sides of the ice. I think Galchenyuk's a good start. I th- I think line. he's he's a good start for the third line. The third line, yeah. Yeah, but I th- I think Felino would be a good third line center. Like I like those. I, two I guys. put Felino on the fourth line center, not third line. Then who would you put third line center? You'd Galchenyuk. Gotcha can play center. But I think he'd he's he'd be better on the wing. I don't yeah, think you'd put him on his I wouldn't play Felino third line, I'd play fourth line. But I don't I think I think Felino's too good to play fourth line though. He's 
I, he's only gonna play defense, though. He's not. Yeah, I know, but like you, if you want to get the best out of him, you want to give him more minutes to play that defensive mm. role that he's put there to do. Yeah, but Felino can't keep up with get like that third line. He's gonna be slow. I know, but like it's also it's it's kind of like Louis Erickson on the Canucks. Like he obviously wasn't putting up the offensive numbers, so they made him into a defensive genius. Yeah, but that's not. That's and just, he's slow you, as hell. Yeah, but Canucks only use him for power play or penalty kill pretty much. They use Felino for that. And like the last couple of minutes, you can't have him playing five minutes a night. I don't know. I that that bottom six just needs work. They need to. They, they, yeah. Their top six for me of Tavares, Nylander, obviously Marner, Ma- uh, Matthews, Marner, Matthews, Hyman, and Hyman, and like Ilya Mikheyev. Mikheyev should be a third line guy next yeah, year. Yeah, he should be a third line guy. Yeah. Like those guys. Maybe Rodion Anirov comes in next year. Plays fourth line. Yeah, but again, that's just the the guys we just listed are like the offensive guys that just didn't work this year. So I don't know. They yeah. also need a good defensive defenseman, man. They got TJ Brody, but that's not enough. You TJ can't just Brody's have one. That's a good start. That's a good start, he's pretty obviously. Good. Yes, but it's not good enough. You need Brody. another defensive defenseman. That's Brody why Riley Muzzin right now. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's. Bogosian. I have Sandine can play top four next year. Sandine Bogosian, who didn't play well in the Sandine was Sandine Sandine made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. But he is a rookie, so But that's his first year and I think next year he'll be better. Yeah, he will for sure. I think he can take keep that top spot, top four spot. I think he can too. But I also think that bringing in a guy like Chris Tanev would be insanely good for their core. Because like Chris Tanev got was signed by uh Calgary and he played outstanding for them, even though they were on a he was on a terrible team. He still finished positive, and his like I think he was he had a like a breakout year with them in terms of defensively. Yeah. But yeah, I I don't know. I just think they need to figure out the the one hundred feet part of the one hundred foot part of the ice that's closest to their goal. Yeah. I think that's their biggest issue. And then obviously in net, figure out the col- the goalie tandem. Yeah, it's another problem. Campbell I mean, is a good start, but. Campbell's like a 1B goalie, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's another 1B goalie. And then Freddie's gone, so. Yeah. Uh, they're going to lose him for nothing, though, so that's not good. Yeah. Uh, okay, we're going to move on to the next question. Uh, who is the team that is bound to burst into flames next year in terms of they played really well this year? They might be in the playoffs right now, but they're not. It's They're going to crack, and they're going to fall down to bottom feeders or kinda close like, to it. Kind of like Dallas. You like Dallas? No, no, kind of like Dallas. Oh, yeah, kind of like Dallas, yeah. Okay. Um, like, they, they might get unlucky with a crap ton of injuries and just fall. Uh, that's a tough one, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you want me to go first? Yeah, if you got yours, you can go. Yeah. Um. Well, for me, this one's just dependent on injuries. I s- I'd say if Dreisaitl or McDavid get injured long term then Edmonton's back down to bottom feeders because just those two guys were had such a huge impact on their team this year that losing one of those guys would just be catastrophic to their team I I just don't see them being able to fill the lineup to compensate for that I mean last year Dreisaitl played pretty well without McDavid but that was not that wasn't for a long period of time so yeah I think Edmonton, if they get those injuries, could be uh, could be a team that just bursts into flames. Yeah, okay. 
Uh, my team is another team that's in the playoffs. They got eliminated first round by the Colorado Avalanche. Okay. Yeah, I can see St. Louis just completely falling off and missing the playoffs next year. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah. Win the win the cup two years ago and then just fall. Two first round exits and now a. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't look good because Tarasenko is just not what he used to be. Yeah, he. I mean, he never lived up to his true potential of being a fifty goal guy. Yeah, but he, he. That's when he hit the injuries. Yeah, that's when he got the injury bug and he just couldn't escape it. Yeah, it doesn't look good for Tarasenko. He's since he came back, he just hasn't put up great points. Yeah, you gotta feel for the guy. Yeah, and I think it's just a matter of time before Benning Bennington's numbers have slowly dropped each season. Yeah, like he. I said in our predictions, like he's a one season wonder. He's yeah. He had that great rookie year, and he's just not looking the same since. Yeah, if his, I think his numbers would drop a little bit, and then it's just going to... I think he's going to be a career B1 goalie. Yeah. He's going to be like the Jack Campbell guy. Yeah, at least they signed him to a good contract. Yeah. He yeah. W- he was That was a short-term one, too. Yeah. Like 4.4. I, I can see like a Buffalo situation that just completely goes off the rails midway through the season. Yeah, because they don't have a lot of guys coming up through the ranks, either. I mean, they have Cairo and... Ro- uh, Tom, Robert Thomas. Yeah, but they're like already on the team. Yeah, and, and Robert Thomas had a bad year this yeah, year. Yeah, and there's nothing after that. Yeah, there's nothing. O'Reilly's getting older, I think. Maybe Dominic Bach. Schwartz is getting older. Perron's getting older. It's an aging core now. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, I think you're right. That that could be a team that could fall from grace. I don't know yeah. about next year, but I'd say in the next couple of years for sure. Yeah. If they don't change what's going on there, they could definitely be that team. Um. With the teams remaining. Who is your dark horse to win the cup? Dark horse to win the dark cup. Dark horse. So not like a top team. Not a, a team that you'd think is a favorite. All right, I'm going to go way off the boards here. and. No, you're not. Are you about to say, who are you going to say? I'm going to see if I can guess who you're going to say. Who is Do it? I dare say a Canadian team wins a cup this year? Don't you dare say Winnipeg. I mean, we never know. I'm I'm going with Winnipeg. Oh, my God. It would psycho. be. Psycho. It would be in incredible if they swept Montreal like you said mm-hmm. or even just beat Montreal put up a great series where Hellebuck shuts the door against the Avs and yeah. McKinnon and they go to the finals and win that'd maybe be, beat Tampa be crazy. if they beat Colorado then Tampa that'd be insane that'd They'd be like one of the hardest roads to the cup ever yeah but they would need some things to go right. Like, Hellebuck would have to stand on his head. Like, he'd have to play, like, his... Like, this would have mind. to be his career year. He'd have to play out of his mind. Yeah. Like, he, like he'd have to compensate for that, so That's much. one. And then you would need Islanders. You would want the easiest matchup. And out of those four in the, mm-hmm. the other side, uh, Islanders, Boston, Tampa, Carolina, you'd want to play Islanders. Yeah, for sure. So maybe Ca- Islanders... Islanders get lucky. Yeah. I, this is just, like, a guess. Winnipeg, I don't think okay. they'll beat... Yeah, Colorado. But, but it's just like the one that you're like you're thinking you about know. could do it. It could happen. Yeah, because so. the others are kind of like the other ones are like most of them are like I can see them being unless you want to go with Montreal. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. thank you. Um, well, funny you mentioned the Islanders because they're mine. Yeah, the that was my second one. <laughs> yeah, the Islanders. Like, I, I again, I, I said it when we were talking about um the standings in the regular season. I don't know what Barry Trotz is doing. But it's somehow working, and they tied the series one-one against Boston, and they look good. They look they were outplaying Boston for sure. So, I w- I would love to see the Islanders go far and do well because I think they deserve it. I think it's been a while since they've uh, done really really well in the playoffs. Obviously, the '80s were very kind to them. Um, 
but yeah, I, I I think that they could be the dark horse of the cup. Um, moving on to the la very last question. This one I think everyone's heard of by now. Is with all the Jack Eichel rumors spreading around more and more as days go by, who is the most likely team to make a deal for him? For him. That's a that's a good question. Yeah, you like it? Yeah. Um, it's the one you definitely have to think about. It's it's tough because I because that contract, dude. It's yeah. Ten mil. Who has oh, that? He's worth it though. He is, but he didn't really show it this year. Yeah. But people, are, there's been people interested, like a lot of teams. Yeah, I mean, the fit like, I would look at a team that needs like a star. Mm -hmm. Vegas needs a star. I could see him on Vegas. But who do they give up though? Like, what package are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, it would. Because they'd have it to would give up someone good in a different. It position. would have to include a young guy. So I mean, that would mean like Shea Shea Theodore. It would have to be Shea Theodore. Mm -hmm. I don't know if Vegas would do that. I don't think so. I would do that if I'm Vegas, but I I don't think there's not enough. Um, because it wouldn't just be Shea Theodore. Yeah, it's there's not It'd enough. It'd be like a for a first. Yeah, but those like, first aren't gonna. And be maybe a second liner. But if you give them. Jack Eichel, you're not getting good first round. Yeah, picks. exactly. So I'd say maybe you take a chance and send him to Seattle. Seattle, okay. Yeah. Get a top pick. Hopefully they're back. Get for their a couple first. Years. Their first. Uh, yeah, maybe. I get think their they're guaranteed the top three. third best odds of winning the lottery. Yeah, so they would. I would ask for that pick. Mm -hmm. But they, that's they don't have anything else. You would need like. You'd more. ask for future picks. Yeah, future picks, and then maybe say, "Don't take this guy for my team." Yeah. That's I don't think that would work either. I mean it it's an it's an interesting plan. But yeah, I, that's probably I don't see that likely happening. For yeah. me, the most uh likely team or that could pull up together a package to get it done is St. Louis. Yeah. To me St. Louis, they have a lot of pieces that they'd probably be willing to get rid of like J like Jane Schwartz, Tarasenko, Tory Krug. I don't think they'd maybe they get rid of Ryan O'Reilly. I doubt it, because yeah. I feel like they'd want him one too. So they want to take because they they made a trade for Ryan O'Reilly. They yeah they traded and for they, Ryan O'Reilly. They they fleeced, fleeced the crap Buffalo. Out of him. So I don't know if Buffalo would want to do that with St. Louis again. But I feel like they'd be a lot more competent and they would get more back. Like they'd probably get one or two firsts. They'd probably get like Jaden Schwartz or Tarasenko. Yeah. They and then they'd probably get like Jordan Cairo. Or Dom and Dominic Bach, something like that. But I think that'd be because I I've been seeing rumors, a lot of rumors saying that St. Louis is getting ready to put together a great trade offer for Buffalo. I just I'm just curious what that could be. Yeah, I um, yeah, I think St. Louis makes sense. Like you said, like their team kind of needs somebody to. They, get they them need going something again. to boost them into later rounds yeah. again. Uh, I could I got another team. Oh, yeah. uh, the New York Rangers. God, they have so many prospects. They have, they they have could a lot offer. of prospects, yeah. Or even uh, L.A. But LA. if if you went to um, New York, mm -hmm. you already have Panarin as your first line left wing, right? Mm -hmm. He's not going anywhere. You're not moving him. So that means you give him Eichel, you get back Lafreniere, mm -hmm. and maybe a guy like you gave him a first. You maybe, always have to maybe add a, a first. In there. Yeah, maybe a first, and then maybe uh, a defenseman. Not. Not Adam Fox. You're not giving them Adam Fox. But maybe Fox. a guy like Keandre Miller, a solid top four. 
I think that would work. That would be a solid package to and get And like back. a second, because they'd have to throw a bit more in there. Yeah, and if you're New York, I think that's a solid That's a, That's a solid trade. Jack for Eichel and Panarin, Bushnevich, first line. And then you still have Kapokako, you still have Kako, Zabinajad, You still have Zabinajad and St- uh, Strom. Yeah, you got uh, Vitaly Kratsov coming, up, coming yeah. up. Then you got Adam Fox they on your blue line. They deserve laugh anyways. Just give yeah. Buffalo laugh. Yeah. Like. And if you're and laugh didn't have a great season either. You don't know. But they might still see potential in them, so you might want to sell high. You and you want to start winning now because Panarin's not. Panarin's like what in his twenties. He's like late. I think he's twenty eight. Yeah, he's in his he's in his prime right now. Yeah, Zibanejad too. He's getting older. Kreider's yeah, getting older. Bushnevich is in his twenty. It's like twenty six now. Yeah, I think he's twenty six. So they need to start winning, putting together. Two yeah, Eichel would Eichel would be a great great and, fit there too. And they got goaltending set too. But it's also fitting in the cap, right? So I don't know what their cap situation is. Yeah. They might have to give up someone with big cap. Like a s- might have to be Kreider. <laughs> might have to be Kreider or like a Strom. Ryan, or I'd maybe keep Ryan Strom because Ryan Strom, I forgot, he can play. He has really good chemistry with um, um, Panarin. Panarin. So Panarin, mm-hmm. Jack Eichel, and Oh my god, Strom. That'd, be, that'd be crazy. Because yeah. I feel like they'd have to give up either Kreider or Strom. Where they're else not giving up the Benedict. Where else is their money? I think they should have enough cap space. I don't think they're... I don't think they're pr- they're super pressed up against the cap, but they're close. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm, yeah, I don't think they're going to retain Sally and Eichel. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't there's no way because it's a long term one. They too. could probably find a bottom end guy. And yeah, they might they have Truba. Maybe you give up. No, I don't think. I don't think they would want Truba. Yeah, I they mean could, they might they see could, like they could Winnipeg find somebody day. around two to three mil. Yeah, probably with a year or two years left. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up this episode, the second episode of the Prime Hockey Podcast. Bit of a longer one, but uh, it was fun. Got a lot covered, and I can't wait for the next episode where hopefully we'll get deeper into the playoffs and have even more to cover. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.